You're listening to the voice of the future, fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome to the conservative crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in. So today is is a big news day for a Monday. Usually Monday I'm scraping the ground, scraping the bottom of the barrel to find news to talk about. But there's a possibility that Roe v. Wade will be overturned today. Now, the time this podcast is coming out here on the Red Future Radio Network, you will already know. If Dobbs v. Jackson comes down, you will know. But so far, I'm recording this at 10.03 a.m. I record it an hour before I publish it. That's how it goes. And we have... Justice Kagan, who did the first opinion, which means Alito is still more senior, uh, more senior, so he can be an uh, an author of the opinion, right? So we could possibly see the Dobbs v. Jackson Alito majority here very soon. Hopefully, we do. Any day the Supreme Court allows abortion to continue, any day that this conservative majority allows abortion to Continue it is murdering more children, causing the death of more lives, or causing the ending of more lives, I should say. And I hope they overturn it ASAP. I don't see it happening today because it is so, it's too far from the end of the term, but I hope it does. There's a big trial going on right now. The Hillary Clinton uh, Russiagate trial is going on right now. And it has been exposed under oath that Hillary Clinton personally approved her campaign's plans to share information with a reporter about an uh, about an alleged server back channel between Donald Trump and a top Russian banker. Former campaign advisor testified f- Friday in a federal court. Hillary Clinton herself approved the Russia the, the Russia narrative. Knowing it's not true. Knowing it wasn't true. Robbie Mook said he attended a meeting with other senior campaign officials where they learned about a strange cyber activity that suggested a relationship between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank, which is based in Moscow. Um, The group decided to share the information with a reporter, and Mook subsequently ran that decision by Clinton herself. We discussed it with Hillary, Mook said, later adding that, quote, she agreed with the decision. Hillary Clinton approved publishing the false Russia narrative over a possible link, a possible relationship between the Trump organization, not President Trump himself, but the Trump organization and a bank based in Moscow. The ultimate election fraud in 2016 wasn't mail-in voting or anything like that. It, it was the Russiagate story. It was the October surprise to get Hillary Clinton across the finish line. First off, didn't work. And second off, it was false. And it was a lie. It was one thing when her campaign decided to run it themselves without the consent of Hillary Clinton just to try to hurt Trump. But you know, it's 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 
it's it's pretty crazy. You know, it, it's pretty pretty insane that the 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 leading presidential candidate in 2016, the the leading presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, ran a story against her opponent to try to hurt him when they when she knew it was false. You can't make this up. This isn't what happens in American politics. This is what happens in in other countries' politics where they try to make people lose. You know, and they try to. You know, when they try to hurt their opponents, when they try to frame their opponents. That's why Putin is still in power. That's why Xi Jinping can silence his opposition, why Kim Jong-un can silence their opposition, because they link so many things to them, as Hillary Clinton did here, to hurt them and hurt their campaign and hurt their possible their, their political future. Hillary Clinton personally approved. I want to make this clear. Hillary Rodham Clinton, the former uh, vice president or the former first lady. I'm sorry, the first former the former first lady, the the former secretary of state, the former senator from New York. Hillary Clinton personally approved the RussiaGate story. Personally approved RussiaGate. How is she not in cuffs yet? How is she not? How how is she not held responsible for this yet? How is it taken over five years, almost six years, to bring justice to the Trump campaign? Obviously, this lie didn't work, but it severely hurt his campaign. The same way that the Hiller, the, the Hunter Biden story helped Biden's campaign just by censoring it and, and could have hurt Biden's campaign. But it's true. A false, ca- a false campaign in the media by Hillary Clinton hurt President Trump's campaign and tried to make him lose. And they kept linking him to Russia to this day. People like Occupy Democrats still link him to Putin every single day. And I'm only name-dropping Occupy Democrats because I don't follow them on Twitter. They followed me this weekend. They might be listening to the podcast. Hi, Occupy Democrats. Write a hit piece against me, please. I I could use the ratings. (laughs) But this story, this false story to hurt President Trump well, from then candidate Trump was false, was defamatory. I, I I don't know what to say. I honestly don't know what to say. That the leading presidential candidate with a major political party in twenty sixteen ran a hit piece against their main component opponent. Linking him to another country, as they did with, with Russia. That's what the Hillary Clinton campaign did. She knew it herself. She approved it herself. That cannot go forgotten. That cannot go forgotten. 
There will not be a ruling in Dobbs v. Jackson today from the Supreme Court. Uh, We just got the last opinion in. Uh, Shin v. Martinez Ramirez is the last opinion. I don't know much about that one. But it is not an opinion by Alito, or it might be opinion by Alito, but it's not an opinion ruling on abortion. So we will not be having that ruling today. There goes another day with more children being murdered. Okay, we need to move on because I'm getting furious about the Hillary Clinton story. I'm getting furious about this, about how the fact that Hillary Clinton can just get away with this. If she doesn't end up in cuffs by the end of this, we have a justice system problem. So you might have seen my tweet a while ago. We're going to move topics that current Arkansas governor Asa Hutchkins, hu- sorry, Hutchinson, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name, wants to run for president in 2024. I think you remember me, me, me publishing that. Well, he was on the State of the Union on CNN yesterday. He said, Arkansas's near total abortion ban should be revisited to provide exceptions for instances of rape or incest should the Supreme Court overturn Roe v. Wade, the state's Republican governor said Sunday. Why did this bill get signed and passed, passed and signed, by him himself if he doesn't want it to go into effect? If he doesn't want it to go into effect? This ruling, this possible ruling in in Dobbs v. Jackson will reveal the rhino establishment more than anything before. Let's be serious. If he doesn't support banning abortion, even in these scenarios, I'm not taking a side either way, but even in these scenarios, he shouldn't have signed the law. But he signed the bill not thinking it would ever go into effect by the Supreme Court because of Roe v. Wade, because of uh, Planned Parenthood v. Casey. So he signed the bill to get him some pro-life points in the Republican primary in 2024. But he he hopes it doesn't go into effect. He hopes it's changed before Roe v. Wade is overturned. This establishment, this section, this this fraction of the party is the problem we have in Republican politics today. The fact that the governor of Arkansas, which we'll actually talk about Arkansas a little bit after the break, the fact that the governor of Arkansas, one of the most Republican states in the union, won't support banning abortion, and if he does, he wants it, he wants uh, not a section, the he wants objections or, or possible out out cases when like one percent of abortion happens because of those those problems, right? In modern day America, he wants those exceptions. But but he was fine without having those suggest sub, those um those possible scenarios to have an abortion when he signed the law. He signed it into law. Because, quote, it's a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade. Now that that challenge is over, now that that challenge may be complete, he doesn't want the law to go into effect. 
if we can't have conservative laws, if we can't have abortion bans, what's the point of overturning Roe v. Wade? What's the point of having these governorships in Republican hands? That's the big thing I hear in Ohio with, with my non-support of Governor Mike DeWine is, Josh, you're handing it to a, to a Democrat. Why does it matter if abortion bans really aren't signed into law and really aren't going into effect and will be changed if Roe v. Wade is overturned? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Give me one good reason that at this point in time, Asa Hutchinson should be elected to any position in the future at all, ever. Give me one good reason. Josh at GOPjosh.com. Email me. Send in a voicemail, gopjosh.com slash show. Give me one good reason Asha Hutchkin, H- Hutchinson should be considered for any sort of position in the future. He doesn't. He, he's not pro-life. He's only pro-life for the politics of it. And he's only pro-life for the possible growth in his, in his career. Give me a reason. Let me know why we should stand for this in our party. Let me know why. My name is GOP Josh. Be right back after this. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader. Josh at GOPJosh.com. Email me. Email the show. Email directly to me. You can also go to GOPJosh.com slash show. If you click on the button that says leave a voicemail for the show, you it'll take you to a page to record a, I think it can be up to a minute, a minute long audio clip that I will play here on the Conservative Crusader. And I will react to it, I will respond. Uh, no profanity, say your name and if you want to, the state you're calling from. And I will react, I will respond, I will, yeah, I will, I will listen to that, I will do that. So... If you want to do that, you can. If not, don't, but you should. I'd love to hear your voice. This is your show, not just mine. This is our show. The communist. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is our show, not just my show. So call in josh at gopjosh.com on the email box or gopjosh.com slash show. Make sure when you go to that page, it says um, anchor will request your your microphone, you have to access that. They have to access that to record the message. Just a heads up. Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, will not be able to uh, will not be able to attend communion and receive communion over her abortion positions. The conservative Catholic Archbishop of San Francisco said Friday that he will no longer allow U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to receive communion because of her supports for abortion rights. Um, I'm not going to try. To, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. I don't want to disrespect him. He sent a Pelosi a letter April 7th expressing his concerns after she vowed to codify the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade decision establishing a constitutional right to abortion in the law because of the Texas law banning most abortion that will take effect in the High Court overturns Roe. Pelosi never responded. He told Pelosi in the letter that she must either uh, repudiate her support for abortion rights or stop speaking publicly about her Catholic face, faith. And that if she didn't, he would have no other choice but to declare that she is not allowed to receive communion. Quote, I am hereby notifying you that you are not to present yourself for Holy Communion. And should you do so, you are not admitted to the Holy Communion until such time as you publicly uh, reputate your advocacy for the legitimacy of abortion and confess and receive absolution of this grave sin in the sacram- sacrament of 
Penison. Uh, I'm not a Catholic, so I don't know how to pronounce half that stuff. I'm sorry. He said in a separate letter Friday to church members that he asked six times to meet with Pelosi, but that her office didn't respond or told him she was busy. I don't know about you, but if a religious leader requests that a religious leader of a religion you follow requests a meeting, I would fit time for it. But Nancy Pelosi will not be able to receive communion. I don't know how this works. I don't know if it'd just be in San Francisco, if it's nationwide, if it's worldwide. But when you don't stand up for your faith and you don't fight for your faith and you don't put forth the values outlined in your faith, that might happen. You know, that that, that could happen to you. And I think Biden should have the same result. Biden's the same way. He he loves being a Catholic. He he loves he loves promoting that. He loves using that as a talking point that I'm a Catholic guy from Scranton, PA, right? Well then be Catholic. Be anti abortion. That's my thoughts. I don't know. I'm not I'm, let me know what you think. Like I said, I'm not a Catholic. I'm a non denominational Christian. But um she 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 won't answer his his letter. Nancy Pelosi won't answer her religious leader's letter. Does she think she's above her religion? That's how I'm reading that. That's how that's how I'm interpreting it. Whether that's how I should interpret it or not, I don't know. But that's how I'm interpreting it. I just think it's I think it's disrespectful. I mean, genuinely, it's disrespectful. But that's Nancy Pelosi's decision, not my decision. And we are going to move on. Tomorrow there are primary races in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia. Um, President Trump has 81 wins and 3 losses. Uh, He lost in North Carolina. He lost in Idaho. Pennsylvania is still up in the air. And he lost in, what was the other one? Um, Nebraska. Nebraska. So the primaries are going to happen in what are the what are the states? Uh, I already mentioned them: Alabama, Arkansas, and Georgia. In Alabama, there is the hotly contested Senate race, which I've been following pretty closely. Mo Brooks is the MAGA candidate, whether Trump endorses him or not. Mo Brooks is the MAGA candidate. The rest of them are McConnell props. The rest of them are just not conservative. They're they're neocons. They're promoted by McConnell. They're establishment. No matter what anyone tells you, Katie Britt would not be a good senator. At least she doesn't go to every event and say, I'm a mom on a mission. I'm a workhorse. I'm not a show horse. The rest of the people in this race are show horses. I'm a woman. The men are overcompensating for something. Who am I, who, who, who am I mimicking right now? Y'all know it's Jane Timpkin. It's Jane, from my home state of Ohio. Katie Britt might as well be Jane Timpkin of Alabama. Probably a little bit better. Than her, but you know. Um, in Arkansas, I don't know about the Senate race, if there is a Senate race, but I know there's the governor race. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is likely to win that race by a pretty astounding margin. President Trump endorsed her before she announced. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders seems like a good candidate. She's she's a nice person. I mean, I read her book. She sent me one of her coffee mugs. If I drank coffee, I would uh, use that. So she she's a nice person. I, I see her prevailing. I don't think that she would be a, a bad governor by any means. She'd be better than Asha Asa Hutchinson or what, how, however you pronounce his name that we talked about in the last segment. She'd be way better than him. 
and then in was it Georgia? Georgia has uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think she's facing a primary challenge. There is um, Herschel Walker in the Senate race who is facing a couple challengers. And then there's the governor race. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there's the governor race with Brian Kemp and David Perdue. There are also other candidates like Candace Taylor, but most likely it will go to either one of the two first named, um, Brian Kemp or Trump endorsed David Perdue. Brian Kemp was obviously weak on election fraud. If you watch 2000 Mules, he should change his story, but whatever. Um, Brian Kemp is favored to win in about every poll. He's pulling at about 52%, which is just enough to avoid a runoff with the majority of the vote. I see it turning out similarly to Idaho. I don't think it will make it to a runoff. I don't think it will make it to a challenge. I, I think it'll be pretty astounding. Incumbents, and if you're from Georgia and you're listening to this, please let me know. Otherwise, if you're down in the state, I don't want to talk for a state I've never been to. I've been to the airport. I, I've been to the Atlanta airport. But other than that, I, I haven't been to Georgia, so I don't want to misinterpret your state. But, I mean, he's an incumbent. He's not majorly disliked. He's good on every issue but election integrity. I don't see him losing. I, I don't see him walking out of this losing. Dave, uh, Brian Kemp, that is. I see David Perdue losing. And I don't think it'll make it to a runoff. People are praying for a runoff. I don't see that happening. Take that how you will. Just from what I've seen, I, I don't think it'll make it. So so that's my position. That's my thoughts on that primary as well. My big thing, though, is the Senate primary to see if... Um, Herschel Walker has a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. So I don't know if he will come out fighting or not, come out swinging or not. Gary Black is a competitor. I think he's a neocon. He's more left-wing, or he he's more moderate, who released a, an ad that I can't even play. It has viewer discretion advised warnings paid for by Gary Black for Senate, basically showing ads that will be will be played against him in a general by, by the competitor. Showing that there's a lot of, um, a lot of attacks, a lot of easily attackable things. He has a history, supposedly of abuse. There are a lot of things, so I'll be following that as well. Stacey Abrams is running, right, um, for for governor. And I know I keep flip flopping back, but you know, I don't have any notes for this segment. Yeah, she's running for governor. So Stacey Abrams. We'll walk away with her primary tomorrow with all of her mail-in vote, mail vote fraud. I hear her policies free McDonald's for all Georgians. Free McDonald's for all the Georgians. <laughs> but we'll see how Stacey Abrams makes it out and how the general goes down. I'm pretty excited for this race. It's going to be a close race. If they don't get their election integrity down, Brian Kemp needs to be fighting for election integrity. Right? He will be the one most likely representing the Republican Party in this election. He needs to get the election integrity down fast. If we don't ban drop boxes, if we don't ban ballot harvesting, what happened in 2020 is going to happen again. And we're going to have a Governor Stacey Abrams in Georgia. And from my little interactions with Georgians, I don't think they like Stacey Abrams. I mean, she never conceded 2018, and she got so salty that she lost 2018 to a decent candidate, a decent Republican candidate that she has yet to concede, and she started a ballot harvesting mission to make sure that she won't lose again. 
So we'll follow this primary. I'll let you know uh, Wednesday how it goes. I see Brian Kim walking away with it on that one. Um, I see Sarah Huckabee Sanders walking away with her primary, and I see Mo Brooks and Katie Britt making it to a runoff between the two of them. I see Trump re-endorsing Mo Brooks, but there are some more scandals with that. Supposedly Mo Brooks sent out mailers still claiming that he's endorsed by Trump. I don't know how true that is or whatever, but, you know, they're out there. Trump could be that mad at him, maybe won't endorse in the in the runoff, but I see it will be a Mo Brooks to Casey Britt runoff. But until then, I'll be following the story for you all, and I hope you all will be listening. Follow me on social media, Gab, uh, Getter, Parlor, Telegram, Truth Social, at GOP Josh. Um, let's see here. What are the other ones? Twitter, Instagram, at GOP Josh 20, Facebook, GOP Space Josh, or at GOP Josh even though they won't accept my advertisements. Come on, Facebook, I'm trying to give you money. Just accept them. They're not about politics. They're about conservative values. I don't consider that political. But, you know, it is what it is. My name is UP Josh. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode here on The Conservative Crusader. Stay tuned. (laughs) You're listening to The Conservative Crusader.